It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. That's the 40th episode squeal right there. It feels good. It feels good. 40, 40 episodes boys. deep, man. 40. That's, that's hot, man. We are 40 episodes deep. We are the sound surfers. It's a, we are the sound surfers. We bridge different cultures through music. My name is Malcolm Alexander. What's good? I'm James, a.k.a. Jodas. I'm Rob Hunter, D-R-O-B. Sorry, Corbin. Uh, it's all right, and I'm Corbin. What's up? I'm, I'm over here trying to undo my water bottle. We have a water cooler, so I was trying to talk and his unlock Lion water. King, his Lion King Broadway water bottle, by the way. That's some real which stuff is right like there. pretty epic. So you know it's real. The Lion King, uh, like, yeah. It's serious. I love it. I love it because we have a water cooler now, so I don't have to bring jugs in anymore. I can actually like Dope. go to the water cooler and refill every day. And, and you can have cool conversations about things that happen on the news and in award shows at the water cooler now at work. Yay. It's amazing. Community. Actually, just, I just ran into John Jay, and he was like, hey, man, uh, like... We need to talk. I need you to text me. <laughs> like, uh, if he goes, I don't have your number. I said, dude, I don't have your number. But hey, thanks. I appreciate it. So we're gonna we're making that work right now with Grant. Um, nonetheless, thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, subscribing on iHeartRadio and iTunes. Uh, we have an awesome 40th episode coming your way today. Um, El Paso's own Khalid. He wrestles with teenage angst and aesthetic in an 80s tinged pop debut album, American Teen. At times I wonder why I fool with you, but this is new to me. This is new to you initially. I didn't want to fall, but you gather my attention. It was all for you. So don't take advantage. Don't leave my heart damaged to understand that things go a little bit better when you plan it. Oh, so won't you send me? Your location, let's focus on communicating Cause I just need the time and place to go Oh man, we're gonna get into this album I'm really excited to talk about this one Yeah, it's an interesting album It's oh. a very interesting album um, Khalid, I want you guys to look up what Khalid looks like If you're listening right now um, He has the, the dopest aesthetic <laughs> Yes, and that, that was actually one of the things I was going to hit on And that I'm excited to talk about in the review Yeah, but, which, yeah. which is why I had to throw aesthetic in there well, You know, right, the teenage right. angst and aesthetic um, also alliteration, because people love alliteration. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you see? I, Who I, told you? I, I write, you did. You know what I'm saying? I write for the people, dog. I write for the people. And, uh, and one of the most infectious homework assignments yet, assigned by my man Corbin, uh, he's asked us all, everyone, all of us listening, of course the sound surface as well, to pick our top three guilty pleasure songs. Don't you give up? That's the one. Uh, some DJ Snake and Justin Bieber. Take it's me hard. away, Biebs. Look, it's it's hard not to dance to that song. That that song is a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you hear that in the club, and you're gonna be like, 
That's my jam. Here's the thing. As a DJ, Depends I have how faded dropped I am. that. Oh, yeah. Depends how faded. I got to be mad faded. <laughs> you got to be mad faded like to Beaver. <laughs> I only admit that to my wife and y'all. That's it. Hey, it's okay. It's understandable. <laughs> it happens. Look, trust me. As a DJ, I dropped that one, and that gets everyone off. Like, I, I love that song. Um, guys, of course, all your opinions on music, on the albums, on your guilty pleasures, on Khalid's album. Of course, hit us on social media. We are at Sound Servers on Instagram. Thank you, James, by the way. Yes, On sir. Instagram and Twitter and Sounds of His Podcast on Facebook as well as Sounds of His Podcast.com. Getting down to a few headlines, mainly one massive headline that I have never been more excited for. <laughs> Phoenix has a festival coming. And a festival put on by really, really cool people. Ain't that right, Corbin? Yeah, that's right. It's I mean, the- Lost Lake Festivals just got announced, what, two days ago? I mean, like the the creme de la creme, like the like. I mean, the people who put on Outside Lands and Bonnaroo uh, and Bonnaroo, like like super cool. That's what I'm saying. The Corbin, like the creme de la creme of festival planners, man. Like goodness, Uh, I look. And it's wild to think, like, okay, so this is going to be happening at Indian School Park, which is at Third Street and Indian School. I live off Ninth Street and Indian School, and it's just like wild to think, like this place is in between the infamous Phoenix VA. And it's, like, it's crazy to think that something this massive is going to be happening like so close to us. So honestly, what you're saying is Corbin pre-party. Lives yeah. I live across the street. This thing. Exactly. Yeah, and you you live even close. You live right yeah, across the street. Yeah, you live even closer. I'm telling y'all right now, we're gonna have a pre-party at my house. Oh my before god! Before the festival, man, guys, it's the Lost <laughs> Lake Festival. Everybody that listens is invited. Oh goodness! Hey, everyone listening right now, if you are watching on Instagram Live, the pre-party. The pregame to the Lost Lake Festival is going down at Corbin's apartment right across from the VA. It's still at the park at the Mosaic. <laughs> there will okay? be a, there'll be a there'll password be included in a future episode oh, there you go, of right? the sound so service that you're going to have to find oh, yeah. in order to get go. in. There you I like go. that. We'll make, we'll make a little sneaky. Yeah. Make them work. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, it'll be like, you know, 78 minutes into the episode, too. Oh, <laughs> there you go. It maybe, might be halfway maybe. through. You don't know. You, you got to listen to the whole you thing. Listen. It, could be se- it could be 78 minutes through or yep. seven to eight minutes. Exactly. <laughs> or what we could do is we could segment. We'll give you the first part. Maybe oh, it's like a, yeah, maybe it's like like a three-syllable word. Ooh, we yeah. give you the first syllable. The first part, second syllable, third syllable, later on. I'm just saying. So guys, guys, we're, guys, we're only making you work this hard because the party's going to be lit. The party's going to be right. lit. That's why right. it's going to be great. It's going to be the best soundtrack to any party. Like, oh, oh, guys, man. Sure. I don't know what will be more lit, like, the, the, the pregame like, or, yeah, exactly. or the, the actual festival. festival. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. No, there's no lineup announced yet, but it goes down Steel Indian Park right here in our home, Phoenix, Arizona, October 20th through 20. Second. Now, rumors are flying already. Are they? I yes, was going to say, are. guys, who are we anticipating? Lost Lake Festival, Dope Festival comes to Phoenix. Look. Who maybe? Who maybe? They got to bring somebody massive because it's the they first do. one. So they got to bring somebody to set the tone for this festival, especially if they're planning on doing it every year. I don't know who that could be. So I'm thinking somebody iconic, somebody old school, because they did say the word iconic in the press conference. So it's got to be somebody from the 70s or 80s. That's huge. They're going to do somebody. They, it's like a, it's like a, what is it? It's basically like a template. They're gonna have somebody old school. They're gonna have somebody that's real hot right yeah. now, and then they're gonna have somebody that's kind of like mid, like getting popular. Right. So, my predictions. I know it's kind of way off, but when I'm are we gonna, gonna find out. So if there's, a, if it's October, when did they? Three months before? Oh, they'll probably announce it in the next like three months. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here because. They haven't been doing the festival circuit, and they're gonna want gonna want to get somebody big. 
I'm going to say Pearl Jam is going to be the big headliner. Ooh. Real slow. Hmm. All right. But that's just that's a that's a crapshoot for me. But Pearl Jam did do Bonnaroo last year. So they might so, do something for them this year. That'd be interesting, man. So what type of audience do we think we're trying to get out of Lost Lake? Like, is this going to be, you know, like, I, I don't want to hold all possible festivals that are going to be in the Valley, like, to the standard of summer of Summer's End, uh, you know, the one in 2015, Summer End's Festival, yeah. you know, where they had, like, Kanye and then, like, all the good music and Chance the Rapper, you know, I, I don't want to, like expect that from a festival you know so like if you're saying that pearl jam is going to be headlining like is that really it's the just type a of random like sound guess. Hmm? i don't know it, it's a random guess but it's not just going to be that sound if it's a festival that's done by those those people it's going to be so eclectic yeah very gonna be true. everything you're going to have jam bands you're going to have uh country because casey musgraves is always on the festival circuit so she's going to be there probably mm-hmm. like these are just random guesses we don't know anything about the festival but who do you guys think I don't know. I would love to imagine. Well, you know, it's interesting because, and, and maybe this is me doing a crapshoot, but Chance has a tour uh, right now. Hmm. He's not coming to Phoenix, even he, though he sold out Phoenix last LA, year. And he's going to be in L.A. and later in October. Like, let, let, Let's double check that. I'm literally going. October 3rd is when Chance, because oh, he has this gosh. whole gap between. He stops in Dover, Delaware, which I believe is one of, it's the, one of the festivals there. 617, and then he's in L.A., 10-3. Damn. Mm, interesting. But I don't still. know. I, I, I would love to imagine Chance making a uh, coming back to Phoenix because I think, you know. Because he's not on this. Yeah, and he's going to tour. And, 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 to Phoenix. and he's meteoric right now. He's, he, he's meteoric. Like, he, Dude, and, he sold out in Mesa. Yeah. Like, with, you know. With ease. With, with Yo, those ease. tickets so, got pricey because yeah, I went second market and I did too. I was like, man, 75 Chance. Yeah, I love you, know, but bro. Right, like that, that's what they came out and I, and I was like, ooh, I'm going to have to hold I had people. I had people that paid 110 for him. You know, like, I mean, no, Ch- Chance is out here, so I would love to see Chance. I would love to imagine, ooh, this is hard. Chance is doing the Hollywood Bowl, by the way. Yeah, he oh, is doing man, the Hollywood Bowl. So cool. Sold out. That venue. Dude, it's sold out. The- he sold out the Hollywood Bowl. In October. It's October. It's Dude, and his band, seven months away. The social experiment. So great oh my god! They're Speaking sound of the amazing. Hollywood Bowl too, we got that classic East and classic West coming out too. Oh man! With Fleetwood Mac, the Eagles. Uh, uh, hold up, uh, Fleetwood Journey. Mac, the Eagles, Journey, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Doobie Brothers, and Steely Dan. Ah, homework like, selection. Homework from selection. Bad episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, you, from me. That was. Dope. That's like a seventies festival. Goodness. Coming to life, but you feel like it's relevant now because they're all Dan, like though. icons. I would love to see Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. Are yeah. you serious? Dude, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire oh. too. I've seen Journey, Earth, dude, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire was amazing. Yeah, right. right but Journey. I, I want to yeah. see Fleetwood Mac because I love Stevie Nicks. Dude. Like she's one right, of the right. dopest individuals oh, alive. So good live. And then didn't one didn't their like like their Keystone album like turn thirty this year or something? Did rumors? Rumors. Yeah, there it is. And it's forty. Came out seventy-seven. Lord, which I almost gave you guys for homework. Last week, yeah. but I gave you the guilty pleasures instead. Well, we're lot, excited to get and, down to okay, it. Okay, there's a lot of great albums turning 40 this year. 1977 was a magical time. Wow, 19, goodness. That's probably why I was born. I'm oh, just saying. There it is. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just saying. I was born in 78, so it could have been because of the 77 music. You know what I'm saying? I was born in June. I'm just saying. So, yo, come around, uh, yeah, come around uh, September Man, in the 77. Of the 70s? Yeah, you, you, you are a product right there. Yeah, exactly. You are a product of 77. Thanks a lot, uh, Fleetwood Mac and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just make, just make it a soundtrack to your conception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the Sound Surfers. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening right here on iHeartRadio and iTunes. Um, the debut album of El Paso's Khalid, 
It's called American Teen. Shout out to El Paso. Yeah. Because yeah, he said 915. I had to look that up. I'm like, I don't know where that is. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. El Paso. Making the name out of El Paso. The, really interesting, the armpit right? of Texas. But uh, <laughs> he's been around. It. He's cultured. Uh, some of the album he worked on in Atlanta with friends nice. from around. But uh, he has roots in uh, El Paso. His Well, he's not from there originally. He's not. He's He was an army brat. There you go. And got oh, see, and moved to El Paso. And that's what it was. And, Ma Dukes, too. His Ma yeah. is in the army. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really interesting. He has a very unique perspective, and he's very, very young. We talk his new album right about now. I have a lot of thoughts on it, guys. Like, I really do. So I, I wasn't really mad at the fact that, like, I, I typically don't I typically don't really, like, get down with a lot of, like, the pop stuff. And I know, like, we were talking about the album earlier, you know, and you, like, you like location. And, you know, you feel like he kind of lured us in with that and you wanted the rest of the album to sound like that. And then it doesn't at all. At <laughs> all. Like, location sounds all. out of place on the album. Right. No, it definitely does. It's well, definitely it was recorded the before the album. It was recorded. But now it's like, but it's one of those. It's like at that point, don't release Just, that. Release something else for the single on the album that is more indicative of what the album will sound like. Let location see, be a standalone single because see, I went and think it was going to be like this. This prog R and B, right? Uh, bassy chill wave, like, ooh, this is this is gonna be real. And then you get be it, Netflix and chill stuff. Yeah, Netflix and chill stuff. And then you get it. And not to say that I don't love, I, I, I was just, I was honestly, I was irked because I was like, I've been duped. Like, <laughs> I, like, that's I have how, never. Man, that's how I felt with Janet Jackson's last album, to be honest. Oh, she let us dude. in with that no sleep, with no and then sleep. the whole album was oh, nothing man. like that. Yeah, exactly. Nothing like that. Welcome <laughs> to growing up in the eighties and nineties, because that's basically what a lot of music was. Because you heard a song and you were like, oh, this album's gonna be awesome. And you heard the album, and you were like, okay, two songs. I, I like, like two songs that I yeah, like. yeah. yeah, yeah like, like, we've actually, see, I think we've been fortunate. The albums we've reviewed in the forty now episodes that we haven't had. Many, I haven't met many albums where I'm like, oh, that was a t- that was a two hit album. Yeah, right. No, we've had some good albums that we reviewed, mm-hmm. um, like album I don't, albums. See, I, I, I don't know. I thought his voice was so distinct that it fit the production in like a very odd but pleasing way. Like I wasn't that mad at the production because his voice is so like individual. Really. It was a uh, very cattywampus, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I say what? I say what? No, because I I found myself thinking the same thing is his voice is like, I don't, because here's the thing about talent. And maybe this is where now, I don't know if we divide or if this makes a bigger discussion is that you don't need raw talent anymore to succeed in the music industry. That's very Check true. out the rap movement right now. Okay. We talked about this last week. Hold on, I'm going to start my rap career. Dude, did you guys right. see the video? Uh, there was a viral yeah. this week and the guy he's like he's like my age, he's probably yeah. like late 30s and yeah. he's like I can listen to rap music now. He's like, "All right." And there's a beat playing. He's like, "I got this." And he like says like three words. And he's like, "Yeah." It's so fun. I can't do it justice, but right. it's so but, good. But, but no one can make it out, right? You look at rap, even look at DJing now. DJing is so accessible, you know, in the in the 70s and 80s and 90s, you couldn't just be a DJ producer and you right. couldn't be a chain smokers. You couldn't be you right. make a beat yes, on your really. laptop. You, you couldn't just make yeah. you couldn't do that now. And so creativity, artistry, music is very, very accessible, um, which is why I said I don't think you need raw talent because it's very everything's cookie cutter. Everything is download the software and loop this and you can do this as well. So when it comes to his voice, I feel like now people are foreboding vocal talent and saying, Oh, your voice just sounds so unique hmm. that it is it is that deemed good. Well, hmm. you have to go with the fact that this location 
became a hit because of Kylie Jenner's Snapchat. She Truth. was Damn. she was snapping this video or mm-hmm. the song, the song yeah. and it became a viral sensation. So that's why he's like, I got to put out an album. And it, it definitely felt like it was kind of rushed. I see. I'm not going to lie. Hmm. It did seem rushed because Damn. I didn't. Even, that's crazy. Yeah. Well. And we know that because I, I love all the BuzzFeed articles about like Kylie Jenner's playlist and how it like it does break Jeez, artists because like wow. she, she she does she does it a lot like if if you I don't really follow her but like people will post her yeah, videos do. natively onto Twitter yeah <laughs> like oh, she geez. she breaks artists she 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 did that with Little Yachty and Broccoli like she was the she was one of the first people to like snap it and then it blew up same with Khalid's location wow. yes she she she, she where, where you know and she'll just do the pretty girl thing where she just. Yeah, kind of sits of there looking all hot, looking all cute, and people take note of that, and, and that so that's how it blew up. But that's, that's what it was. It insane. seemed rush. Um, it, it, it I don't know. If, yeah, because none of the yeah none of the songs it, sound like location at all at all. You know, so really? it's like okay, so you went with this eighties pop vibe. Let me just throw because I didn't I didn't I didn't hear location until this album. Same. So that may be true, but my first impression was the first song so i have a completely different point of view on that mm-hmm. so it didn't stand out to me as much that that song was that different even though i knew it was the song and even though i knew it was in kylie jenner's snapchat it didn't i wasn't like wow that's really out of place i didn't think that at all until you just brought that up well yeah it, it, it seemed it, it was just it was one of those things that but but nonetheless you know I I started to appreciate them once I kind of got over that right okay so location is the is the standout track it, or it is the most different tracks the most unique track it doesn't sound like the eighties tinged yeah pop fluff that is the rest of the album but now when focusing on it you look at the narrative and it's it's cute yeah you know like <laughs> see I I think that I, I think, teenage angst it's it's a cute thing <laughs> yeah no literally and and that's one thing like against the album is just that it literally has nothing else to do with that other than love like every single song is just about like you know just like you know that that teenage angst again you know like falling in love and then just like trying not to experience. fall in love yeah yeah exactly and you know like and just teenage experiences like with girls see I I don't know I'll kind of credit him this like he's nineteen. And he has a very youthful, like, style of music, but he's not really childish. Like, I think he has a very mature perspective mm-hmm. on a lot of the things that he's talking about. That's right. exactly what, that's what I think the highlight of the album was. Yeah. He's like a 30-year-old looking at his 19-year-old self and how he's living. Right, because exactly. Because it's almost like a perspective of being in the future and writing an album as a 30-year-old, as an 18 and 19-year-old. His voice doesn't even sound like he's 19. It's, I wouldn't, yeah. It's like, I think, I thought about it because he's a, a, an army brat, and, you know, he travels a lot, so he he is like an older person, you know? Like, yeah, you get, no, you, you that does force you to travel. be, you know, more grown up. Well, you know, yeah, like you think about for people like yeah, that. going to different schools all the time, had to make new friends all the time, right. meeting new you girls, know, to fit in all the time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you have your roots, you know, all over the place. So, you know, I grew up in one place. Mm-hmm. My, you know, once I became an adult after college, I've moved to you know four different states since then. So, but that doesn't count as my roots. Right. So, moving's fine, but moving when you're young, you know, I, I say I'm a Bostonian. You know, I grew yeah. up in the Boston area, so I'm always going to have that East Coast Boston sort of chip on my shoulder. Right. He won't have one of those. He'll have four or five of those from having lived in different places. Yeah. Like he lives in El Paso. Like you know, no one wants to live in El Paso. Literally, (laughs) shout out my man Ryan. Uh, If you listen, he reports down there at uh, uh, K Fox at At, in El Paso. There you go. See, that's where you go get your first job in the media biz. Fox affiliates, we out here (laughs) for real. (laughs) I've been to El Paso. It's not the best city in the world. I've driven through it. Yeah, I've been. when I go to Juarez, Mexico, when I was like 17 years old, just to go drink. Of course, yeah. We passed through El Paso. We're like. 
Damn. Juarez. This is bad. How fast can I get through El Paso? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and, and you know what? I, I see that, and that's what it took me a minute to get to. So before, it sounds like I'm, like, ripping the album or <laughs> ripping the artist because I feel like I got it's off. A, it's and, an okay album, though. It, it, I mean, it's yeah, not it great. It's, it's not a, bad. It's okay. And it, for a debut, okay. you know, it definitely shows potential. As shows, a 19-year-old in particular. Like, exactly. I had to keep that in mind when listening to it. Yeah. It's it's that perspective. I, I was I loved his perspective. In, throughout the whole album, because it showed it showed like how mature he really, really he mm-hmm. really, really was, and that's mm-hmm. what moving does for you as a child. Right. It either it really it moving around as a child can either make or break you, and this album proved that moving around made him. And I felt like it was too long. Like oh, it was yeah. Way oh yeah, too no, long. fifteen tracks. You're, it was you're criticizing a long Dude. album. Yes. No. Dude, no. This was far just, too long. <laughs> that is one of my main. It drug on. Yeah. Absolutely, because and did. especially since he's not bringing anything new to the table but at all, me, and it's not a concept album. Or but anything. let's bring this up for a second because we had the same complaint about the weekend, yeah, and and Kalani. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously a trend with Streaming. these younger pop stars, and that's got to be what it is. Yeah. So out- with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Albums are kind of evolving and changing or, or, or whatever the reason is. Obviously, streaming is part of it that that we're getting a different sense of what an album should be in 2017, even than we did kind of last year and all the albums that we went through last year. So that is something that's definitely stuck out to me that you guys are are, are talking about now is, is, yeah, the length, the similar sounding, and not really sure why, because you know you would think back in the day they cut this down three tracks, you have a 12-track album, that's a a complete album in the 90s. This could easily be nine tracks, to be honest. Easily, easily. Oh, easily. Because that's what I found when I accepted like the whole – the pop, yeah, the like, narrative, like, like uh-huh. the or like just, just especially the the sound too, yeah. Like wh- yeah. Wh- when when I when I got over the whole, okay, it's not location, it's uh-huh. it's this it's this pop synthy sure. dance stuff, right? It all blended together. But and you think about the same thing we said about Kalani. This is a, sort of a big music label push. RCA Records is helping right. push this with Right Hand Music mm-hmm. Group as the label. So th- there's a particular that's kind of an old school sort of expectation from labels is that. This is what people want. This is what people buy. Because, you know, just thinking about a lot of the albums I bought in the 90s, very similar. Yeah, it's a similar push as, like, I was telling Jodas, uh, you guys know the uh, the artist Rory? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very similar push. Like, he was independent. He had a he had a breakout EP, and then the label pushed him like crazy. And his album that came out label-wise sounded rushed. Well, yeah, yeah and, it did. And the EP was... Amazing, yeah. sure. Yeah, the EP oh, Indigo dude. Child is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Indigo still Child. Run that back. Yeah, it's so good. But Westwood he, Manor's cigarette song. Cigarette yeah. song. Yes. Anyways, anyway. cigarette song, especially that Snake Hips remix. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. oh, I know. Goodness. And I saw Rory perform at Bonnaroo. Speaking oh, of Bonnaroo, oh, is that is that how you know Rory? Well, no, I actually 
got his EP, and then I saw yeah. him on the bill, and I was like, I'm not missing that yeah. show. Yeah. It was packed. I've always Jeez. wanted to see Rory and he's, live. Right, man. man. He's actually a legit artist. He is yeah. good. He reminded me of um, Miguel. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Miguel yeah, performs yeah, live. Mm-hmm. No, like, and, and I hate to say that, but maybe it's because I'm just wearing the shirt today, but like, I think uh. he, he really has essence of, of what a Jimmy could be. I'm not giving him on, on the scale or on the talent, but like he, he's a multi-instrumentalist. He's yeah. a great vocalist. He can rap. Like he's right. he's, he's like, really talented. And he's da- he dabbles in a lot of different genres too. Like he really kills the folks. So stuff. look, see you how know? we got took it away by a real artist right now. It's the same push though, the same like label push. <laughs> but you know, when you think about you know, you go back to I listened to a lot of rap music growing up, a lot of hip hop music. A lot of the complaints were in the first and second album is not having the freedom to do what you want to do. And exactly. I'll use Out- Outcast's second album. Oh, yeah. Most of Andre's verses are about the, the industry. Yeah. yeah. Now, when they got some freedom because they sold enough records, that they got enough freedom that the, the uh, L.A. Reed decided to trust them, they branched out, had different sounds, and people still bought the album. But you have to lay that groundwork because, again, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, big labels about big money. Sure. And no matter what, that's what this is. That's what Kalani is. So it's it's a truncated sort of version of their talent, if you will. Like they're much more talented than this, but it's, it's, it's sort it's, of a watered down version. It's it's very skewed. But I I am a firm believer that if you actually have real raw talent, that can show no matter because no like, raw talent can sell. Do you think? At, at the end do of the day, like, Khalid has it. Khalid has it. I don't know, especially after seeing that Fallon performance. And mm. that that was another oh, thing that 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 tough. that kind of off put me. And, and and don't get me wrong, like I understand, like you know, look, I I get nervous. I have I've messed up in performance when it comes, you know, if we, if we okay. consider hosting a podcast performance, I've mum, you know, I've mumbled, I've stumbled when I'm nervous or something wrong when I'm DJing. I've done this or photo. But here's the thing: if your job is an artist, if you what you're supposed to do is is be a performer, you rehearse and you perform and you and you execute. When he was on Fallon, he was like so pitchy, and he was like, and I know it was nerves, and I felt it, and I was like, okay, he's nervous. It's his but, first time on TV, and the roots are backing him up. And the roots <laughs> are backing him up. So is that enough to give an excuse? Or if you actually have raw talent, do you not pick up a mic and own it? I don't know. I, it's I little, don't know. A little too early, I think, to go there. See, but then, then the other side of the coin is is the weekend's first performance at Coachella in 2012 yeah, was similar. It was bad. It was pitchy. It was like I... Hmm. I was so ready for House of Balloons to be blow my mind because yeah. that album is amazing. It is, yeah. And then seeing it live was just so flat. And mm-hmm. he was playing at Sunset, so you were expecting like a magical set, and then was like, but, man, that hurt. You know, we're looking at this again from from lucking about some of our icons, right? And comparing a 19 year old kid on TV for the first time. So I apparently am much more forgiving of that performance than you guys are because I didn't really think it was that. I could tell. At the beginning, I didn't think it was that bad yeah, either. I didn't because I, I thought he was hit some notes, but it took him. You know, and I can't remember. I had, had a similar experience recently where I took someone like a verse to get in, and then they were okay. And I just kind of expect that, and I'm like, man, 19 year old kid, like you know who is has kind of accelerated his fame rather quickly. Mm-hmm. So there, there's not much to prepare for that. And if you believe any of his lyrics, he's obviously a bit insecure, oh, yeah. you know, as m- most of us are. So that you're standing there in that moment, you're like, oh, yeah. man, it's, I'm, I'm on being, Fallon right now. Especially being young and being, you yeah. know, he just graduated high school. You know, right. he, 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 like, so all this stuff, this isn't him reflecting. This is reality. This is, right. he was this writing all, all this while he was right now, going through you know? it. Yeah, because exactly. how many... How many people at 19 are 
are ready for it. No. Right. And on Fallon. <laughs> and completely yeah. self-aware. How many people, <laughs> right, exactly. How many people are ready for it in general? Yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, you know, even, even if you look at Michael – Michael was ready for it only because his, his father was, his being, he was abusing him, yeah, essentially. Yeah. So <laughs> Michael was ready for it, but he was ready for it since he was six because if he wasn't ready for it, his, you know, his ass was getting slapped or yeah. he was getting beat up. And on whatever. top of that, it's like you were trained. You mm-hmm. know, it's the same as Beyonce. It's like there, there, there's a point where it's like if you're born in this industry, like Michael was bred into the industry, Beyonce was bred into the industry. It's like mm-hmm. – you know, but like, those are twice in a generation. Those are twice type in a ge- people. Type you know, people. Michael's once in a generation. Beyonce, you know, you put her up there. Those are the top of the game. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of when we spoke with Flume at McDowell Mountain. Yes, how he was talking. How we were just shooting the shit about uh, Vince Staples. Yes, Flume seemed kind of like not cool with being famous. But then he, when he brought up Vince Staples, he was like, "That guy is a rock star." He yeah. is like a rock star mentality. Like he's not bred into it. He mm-hmm. just knows he's a rock star. Yeah. So like you know, it's that kind of you have to kind of own it and know it. But that, and that's what it is. I think for me, like the, you know, I would say like the sexiest thing like that a woman can wear is confidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's the same. It's the same thing like for a man. But there's a reason why. But there's a reason why is because if I'm behind a mic. You can't tell me nothing. But there's also a reason why that it's so sexy because it stands out because not many people pull it off the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's that's just a lesson I've learned over the years and not having a ton of it most of my life in trying to find the line of what's enough and what's too much and what's not enough. And, you know, at ni- I had no idea at 19. And I was on the radio at 19, but I was just, I don't know, yeah. just hoping it was the right thing. So what was your clip for this I went with the second song on the album because I thought this was the album that, to me, showed me his perspective as a 30-year-old writing these songs about being 19. It's called Young, Dumb, and Broke. And I I picked a particular lyric on purpose because I thought the perspective was almost – it was being critical of being like a younger person, and especially in the social media generation of which I'm on the tail end of here. He's growing up in – so the perspective on it is almost critical of of the – of the expectations of an 18 or 19 year old now we have so much in common we argue all the time you always say i'm wrong i'm pretty sure i'm right what's fun about commitment when we have all life to live yeah we're just young dumb Every line is a is a contradiction, mm-hmm. and I love that because in sometimes we have so much in common we argue all the time. So this this highlighted the the strength of his writing, especially as a, he probably wrote this maybe when he was eighteen. Right. You always say I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm right. What's fun about commitment when we have our whole life to live? Yeah, we're young, dumb, and broke, but we still got love to give. So every line is is a different sort of. It's like a critique, but a reality. A critique, a reality, and he's just basically saying. We think we know everything, but he admits that he's young, dung, and broke. Right. You know, because that basically every 18-year-old not named Kardashian or Jenner <laughs> essentially uh-huh. is young, dumb, and broke. You know, yeah. I mean, that's part of being a kid. Mm-hmm. Yo, okay, this just uh, broke like an hour ago. Uh, he's dropping a remix to location with Lil Wayne and, Ke- and Kehlani today <laughs> so there goes that <laughs> well, speaking of so those comparisons to really Kehlani good. too, a young up-and-comer first big album deal and there she's gonna be right on that track interesting 
That's yeah, yeah. See, yep. exactly. Like Kaylani's going to be on it. Yep. Hmm. You know, so, I, but I think you know, all my perspective on this album is, you know, almost a little bit of what we're talking about. This album is is sort of like you said, Corbin, a bit rushed, maybe a bit forced. But there's a strength in the way he writes the songs, and there's there's definitely going to be in four or five years a a perspective from him that's that's cool. Like, does he have the best voice? Does he have the biggest biggest range for a, a vo- male vocalist? Absolutely not. Does he have a unique sound? Yes. He need, the production needs to be better. It's pretty simple. Yeah. It, you know, it, that didn't do much for me. But his right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Fighting style in his emotions and I you know we talked about last week this to me so far is a year of emotions and music it is very and, much and oh, this absolutely. tied much very much into that not only from an 18 19 year old's perspective but uh, you know a kid who's not growing up in LA Atlanta who's growing up in El Paso mm-hmm. it's a completely right. different perspective in and of itself and, and I thought he did a pretty good job of bringing that out I um you know it, it's interesting like the comments that y'all like have on his voice I thought that that was one of the most like interesting things like you know how sometimes, like, you'll listen to a certain artist and you'll be like, oh, you know, like, and you're just, like, sure that this is a black person. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the first time I listened to David Bowie, I heard fame and I thought it was James Brown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I listen to him and I, like, I, I don't know, I kind of get this sense of, like, some type of, like, James Blake or, like, I, I don't know, not exactly, like, Bon Iver infusion, but I don't know. I, he, I thought he was Middle Eastern. Like I the, thought he had a Middle Eastern background. Well, it covers his yeah, name exactly. because that sound wasn't And quite, the tone yeah. is just so, like, distinct. It yeah. kind of reminds me of, like, you know, like a folk artist or something. But I think the fact that, like, it's over R&B production is kind of interesting. And so, like, it's a little bit more intriguing. What was your clip? My clip was actually the most, um, what I thought um, musically was probably like the most inventive song on the album. Uh, it was the second to last song, I believe. Hold on, let me go find the album so I can just. Uh, and I'm stalling for time. Oh, and my track was shot down. Tell me the truth, am I all that you would need? If we're keeping it a hundred, you're all that I need for me. From the jump until forever from now, I would ride for you. So, yeah. No, like, I, I really liked the production on that. I thought it was very, like, you know, it was a very, like, lush, warm type, uh, like, type of... I, I need to find out who his producers are, or is they're actually very like they're all new because i've been kind of going through them really? uh and joe joel little did hmm. a lot and on that one on shot down it was ill mind really ill mind and uh in, in uh psych sense wow yeah interesting so very he's cool. obviously got some attention right some mm-hmm. some yeah. decent name producers but again i you know this is just the, the start of his potential and i don't want to rate him just like we kind of concluded with kaylani based on a Beyonce or or a scale of, of an icon. Because mm-hmm. right. most artists never become icons. Yeah. You know, very few do. That's the reason they're icons. Exactly. Yeah, see, I liked his voice, too, because it was very, like, 
is vel- uh, velvety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, definitely. It, it was, and you can't say he sounds like so and so. There's right, like, exactly. nothing you know, that came like, to it's, mind. It's so distinct. It, yeah, and I just loved how he kind of made it how he was like a young kid. You know, like he talked a lot about technology and like on the phone, like location. And mm-hmm. my clip saved was uh, you know talking about pictures on his phone. Like he, he's very connected to the youth culture that there is right now. Mm-hmm. Very much. And say I'll be alright without you And I can't say that I haven't tried to But all your stuff is gonna erase All the pictures from my phone of me and you Here's what I'll do I'll keep your number safe Cause I hope one day you'll get the sense to call me Oh, that was almost my clip. I love that song. I love that song. It's, yeah. it's I love the acoustic like yeah. tone in the background. Like it 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 enhances his voice because it gives you that like warm, round, velvety sense that I that I really like about it. And you right. can feel and hear the emotion mm-hmm. in this song, in that song saved. Oh, right on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like like that's exactly it. No, I like that one. And it was the it was the most close to location. <laughs> yeah, on the album. I, on the album, which is why I almost picked it. But I, I, I really liked the uh, another sad love song because that was like a dancey vibe on that song. Yeah. I feel like every song could have been named that. Yeah, well, because really? it was re- it was kind of sad album. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely. He talks about too. He did an interview about your song Corbin Saved, and he said, you know, he's in a relationship, but he moved from New York to El Paso. Oh, and wow. if anybody's ever been in a long distance relationship, it's very trying because you know oh. my wife and I. We're living in two different states for a long time, and somehow we made it work. Most people that go through it don't. You know, it's yeah, very I, easy to get distracted, so to speak. I related to that in that song because I've been in a couple long distance relationships, mm-hmm. so I, I know how awful it is. Yeah. See, and maybe that's why like, I didn't choose as my yeah. clip. <laughs> maybe that's why because I didn't exactly like. I think sonically resonated with it, but lyrically, like, like narratively, I was like, uh, I don't know. I've never been in that, but he personifies it well. Like like I know on my clip I liked it because I it was the most it was the one song that I can I think narratively connected with most but I also feel like it was his best written story on the album and it's the song eighteen. Love that. Like I think I think that like that stuff is so cool to me. I only because and not even that I was like living at home at eighteen. Like I, I moved out right at eighteen. But that that feeling of, of restriction, knowing that there there is a ceiling when you are a child. Like when you're a child and you're living un, like under your parents, <laughs> there are restrictions. Like there are restrictions on, on everything. And it's like when, when you're eighteen and you're faced with that identity of like, who am I? Right. You are not your own person at eighteen still. Like you don't know what it's like. I mean, unless you've been living alone for the past four or five years, you have no idea what it's like to to be to be you, to be fully you, be fully supportive of yourself, and finding love and finding love for yourself all at that same time. And and him him, you know, kind of comparing 
you know, his parents to her parents, and you know, like mine are stricter, yours aren't. Like maybe that's the reason why we can't work. Like right, th- th- that only if uh, you're a kid and in that. Never mind. Uh, like oh. oh, oh <laughs> What, what? Just thought of some personal stuff, you know. <laughs> oh. It's a good thing that uh, somebody in my life's parents were less strict than mine. Oh, right. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but that's what I, I thought of when I heard that lyric. I've always had the strict parents. Yeah. So, like, well, I, 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 I feel it. Yeah, I, I, I feel that. Like, yeah. and, and it's like that. But, but, like, but, but then you get it. Like, and you understand why it's, you know, when if the other... If, you know, if, if, if the if the girl's parents are strict, then it's like okay, well, yeah, you can't come over here. But then it's like if your parents are strict, well, then you can't come over here. And it's like we. Uh, but it's it's almost, again, he's almost looking at this like I would have twelve years later after these events. Yeah, and he's in the middle of it, and that that was so fascinating to me about this album was selling that perspective. Mm-hmm. And you know, it goes back to too, what Corbin said. He's moving around a lot, so he's he's aged and he's probably got more wisdom than his nineteen years uh, on the planet indicate but you know all the stuff he says about love are very poignant and very perfect for in my life looking back at being 17 18 19 years old because that's exactly what it was like you know with the the different levels of strictness in the parents and what you could do over her house but you couldn't do over my house yeah. or what i had to sneak around to do or whatever mm-hmm. you know and, that, and that's what i thought he did such a very good job even with the restrictions of this being a first album and wanting to be a particular sound so what's your slot scale on this I think I'm right about a three. I think I'm gonna give it an even three. I'm I'm about the same. I have a flat three. Yeah, I was gonna give it about a three two. Flat three uh-huh. <laughs> is, is is the consensus on this album. I would like to see more from him. Absolutely, he's got and, talent. And, and, he's and got I think talent. this album definitely shows that very well. Which is like another like parallel that I drew to this and that like Kalani album too. Yep. you know. Very like the good starting points. You know, these are good bases. You can work off these. I hope so. I I, I want to see where where um. It's where not else? too distinct. It doesn't have like its own sound where he like has Correct. his own yet. I agree you know, with that. Like, yeah. he can build off this and, very and, well. And, and that, that that's my only thing. It's just kind of like I, I don't know the basis yet. So I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait and see. I, I want to know what people pick up off this album. If you're listening to the album, you want to know. Uh, yeah, but I didn't think it was like super poppy. I don't think there's like a huge hit off of this. No, not really. Yeah, it's kind of you know. Location's really good. Yeah, he just dropped another single off this. Actually, I think uh, wasn't it Winter? Sa- I thought it was Saved. I thought. See, like, I yeah, thought it was probably the most the most radio friendly of the songs, yeah. if you will. Eighteen's a, a good song too. There's good songs on the album yeah. for sure. So hey, whittle it down. Get a nice, decent track listing uh, length in uh, Surfers. We'll come back to it. All right, we're the Sound Surfers. About to get down to some homework. <laughs> Now, boys, don't get into any trouble while mommy and daddy are gone. All right. Of course, if you have feelings about the Khalid album, we want to know how you feel about American Teen. We also want to know what your top three guilty pleasures are. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about right now. Oh, I can't uh, wait. I can't signed wait. by Corbin right here on the Sound Surfers. Talk to us on social media at Sound Surfers on Twitter and Instagram, as well as Sound Surfers Podcast on Facebook. We are with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
about to admit some flaws in our musical characters okay, right okay. about now. Okay, okay, are they flaws? Are they yes. flaws? Yes, yes, they are. are they flaws, though? One of mine, when you, you hear mine, you're going to, yeah, Rob's flawed. But I always want to start with Rob, then. One of my cuts is just one. All of mine are so cheesy, but they're so <laughs> awesome. And they're, they all have a unique reason why. See, that's the that's, point I gave you guys this, because I was like, we, if you listen to the podcast, you know about us. But you don't know, like, the deep, dark kind of things like this. Unless like, it's me, because I like. just throw yeah. them out to everybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that's the fun about this whole homework that yeah. I, I really enjoyed. And We come on this episode with our best opinions. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, we're, we're somewhat, I don't want to say we're music snobs, but we appreciate, like, good artistry music. Mm-hmm. We do. And my three guilty pleasures are... These artists are artists, but these songs are definitely, definitely not. <laughs> and, and I want to preface this whole guilty pleasure thing because I knew I had assigned the right homework was when we saw Wyclef Jean at Viva Phoenix last Damn time. it, I'm so mad. And he that. does, he does uh, the, the track with Shakira. So all Which of a sudden, I hate that song. With Hips Don't Lie. So all of a sudden, me and my friends are dancing because we're like, oh, it's Shakira. And then all of a sudden, we just see this dude bum rush the stage. He's like running to the front of the stage. <laughs> Mind you, we don't know who this is, right? This guy is just dancing like nobody's business. He's getting down, shaking by his himself, thing right? by himself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I look, and who is it? It's our boy Bauer. Oh, man, that is getting so cool. down <laughs> like so nobody's cool. business. And Legend. I, I look at him dead Hilarious. in the face, and he just keeps shaking. He goes, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> We so, all have them. We all we have all them. Have them. Yep. Oh, man. So, Rob, tell us about yours. All right, I'm going to start you with the rap song of the three that I picked. Any kid that grew up, was born in the 70s or early 80s, knows Kid and Play's House Party. Mm-hmm, the dance. Or knows House Party number two. The dance, yes. I just saw them live about a year ago. Wow, they're still doing it? They did Damn. a 90s reunion. They were actually really Really damn good, dude. People at like ASU parties will still do the kid and play, like yep. you know, like where you lock up legs and stuff. People do that all the time. Like that is a that is a timeless dance. So here is one of the songs that they did from House Party Two. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. The pajama jammy jam. <laughs> yes. Call up the homies and hope they might say they're down to paint the town red tonight. Look in the closet and pull out the hype gear. Hook up the high top fade and I'm out of here To a disco or a party of some kind Hope that I would find myself a good time Before I'm through and the night is done Man, I'm gonna have fun Ain't gonna hurt nobody Just dancing, y'all Ain't gonna hurt nobody Out there on the floor Ain't gonna hurt nobody Still on the iPod, I still dance when it comes on in the car I never fast forward it It's cheesy, the lyrics are cheesy But it's about having fun and that was kind of the era I just got into hip-hop. So those particular songs mean a lot to me because they showed me this world of, ooh, there's this still sort of new music that has is coming of age, just like you are coming of age. Mm-hmm. So these kind of opened the door for me because I was probably 12 or 13 when that came out. And that led the way to Cypress Hill and that way to Dr. Dre, NWA, and all those other it things. There's a bass to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the line on that song, have some fun. Hit some skins. Next, Next week, week we're we going to do, do it again. again. Yeah, especially yeah. when I was 12, I was like, what, is it, what does that mean, hit the skins? <laughs> hit the skins. And I was like, that's even better. He's hitting the skins. Yeah. So that was a uh, – it's just a feel-good song. It is a feel-good is song. That, like, is, is that – does that song have a sample or has it been Yeah, it's sampled? a James Brown's um, okay. uh, president what – the, what is the name of the song? I just looked it up. I can't remember. But, it's yeah, it's a James Brown 
sample in there. Okay. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. And I thought they were gonna do that last one I saw him live. It must have been it must have been last year. Maybe it was June of two thousand. But anyways, they did like third. And I was like, oh, this is going to suck. And I was like, no, these guys are good. They're live. They're like into the crowd. They look good. They wore suits. I was like, these guys are all right. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've pretty much watched every single kid and play movie. Class Act yeah. wow. might be Dude, my favorite. Dude, Class Act's great. Class Act is great. But that's what y'all missed about not being born in the, the 70s and 80s like uh, Corbin and I. All right, number two. See, people always used to say that I was kid and play when I had my flat top on. <laughs> Full circle, yeah. the flat yep. top's coming back. I yes. love that. That's another great reason that that song's actually in there. All right, number two. You got something, Malcolm? Sorry. Brick. It wasn't James Brown. It was Brick. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Brick. Sample. Okay, Brick. Oh. I thought it was James Brown. I was misinformed on that. Ankle. That's right, because the Brick song goes the same exact way. Yep. That's right. Yep. Your ass. That's right. All right, number two. This one is the song that made me feel music. Came out in 1986 by an artist named Steve Winwood, who was also in Traffic. And this song is basically... Uh, and it's funny, too, because I struggle with my own faith and what I believe in. And this song is basically appealing to a a higher love, if you will. That guitar. Yeah. In his voice. He's feel this like goosebumps right now. I do love this song. He's going to hit it. Know whose voice that is? That sounds like Shaka. Shaka Khan. I feel that. I I have goosebumps right now because that song is a reminder that life is more than just about what we have here and it's a gospel song and it's it's just an incredible cheesy hit song that i was like an eight-year-old kid like i really like this song still <laughs> stuck with me and it's still being played on the radio these days yeah for sure that is so cool that it's played on the radio too that's what's really cool <laughs> well it's kind of a timeless like the, the arrangement of it is fairly timeless it doesn't sound like the 80s even though it came out in the middle of the 80s and the synthesized kind of pop doesn't sound like that at all because steve Winwood, his traffic background is a much more like a jammy kind of band than anything else hmm. sure oh yeah. yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not too familiar with his work but i've heard that song before yeah like that's his most a, popular song on, on an on an ac station mm-hmm. growing up uh, for, sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure and that's why the, it's a guilty pleasure yeah, it's man. completely cheesy but it's completely awesome at that the same is completely time. adult contemporary is uh-huh. what it is <laughs> it was right when it came out it was adult contemporary yep <laughs> all right and number one my favorite guilty pleasure of all time. I recently saw him. He does the casino circuit now. I bought front row tickets mm-hmm. because it's Billy Ocean. Oh, oh, wait. I saw him two years ago. He's 65 at the time. He sounds exactly like that. Like, no joke. 
That he's got these. So he's got these long gray dreadlocks now because he's from like Trinidad and Tobago. Right. Yeah. And like, and I think about this song now, and that was another one I just loved that as a kid. And and I think of the the sort of the way my musical DNA worked. Those were also the songs that were like the early introduction to sort of to sort of like you know I'll call it black music you yeah. know because you got that sort of rhythm there and that was a current song that, when I was like, growing up yeah yeah you know, that Caribbean sound right and that's mm-hmm. it so it kind of led me in a different direction you know away from the Steve Winwood higher love even though sure. you can hear the Shaka Khan influence in there too and the gospel influence which of course you know goes back to uh, to black music as well so all those things wrapped together sort of led me to where I am now in my uh, especially you know as a teenager into my twenties. So those are the guilty pleasures bringing me to today. That is so wow. funny. I always have this running joke with my mom that uh, first time she heard Frank Ocean, she goes, who's this? Yeah. Don't know if it is Billy Ocean's son. I said, yeah, man, this is Billy Ocean's Billy, Billy son. son. Yeah. I said, this is Billy Ocean's son. She goes, oh, I didn't even know Billy Ocean had a son. <laughs> like she always said that. I'll he be does like, have yeah. a daughter, and she's like one of his backup singers now. No way. Mm-hmm. That is that's so awesome. rad. Yeah. And that's, that, that's one of the most fun concerts I've ever been to. And it's all like guilty pleasure music, but oh, it was like course. Billy Ocean. That was a going gets tough. It was off a movie soundtrack. It's uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, and Danny DeVito. It was a sequel. I can't remember what the movie's Dang. called. Is it Chasing, Romancing the Stone? That's it, Romancing the Stone 2. Wow. And they're in the music video. And the music video got banned in the UK because they were in the video and they were actors and they didn't pay the appropriate fees or something oh, like that. Geez. So they banned the video. You know what's Billy funny? Ocean. Do you remember Everybody Hates Chris? I was going to say, Tanya loved Tanya Billy Ocean. Tanya loved the Billy, only Ocean. Thing about Billy Ocean. And that's the only thing about <laughs> Billy Ocean I ever knew. I never listened to it. That was the first Billy Ocean song I've ever heard. I ever heard. Oh, oh, God, no. You know what's so funny? For like, me personally. That was me. Like, she put me on Billy Ocean. <laughs> yes, right? Tanya put me on. She was the biggest fan of Billy Ocean. Like, she put up all these Billy Post- Ocean posters, like, in her room. Just obsessed about Billy Ocean. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. And so that was really the first thing I had heard about him. But now that was, like, the first song that I've heard. And hey. I picked out because it's kind of groovy. Uh, you know, Caribbean yeah. Queen is dope. Oh, and then uh, Lover Boy is dope. And it's Caribbean just really. Queen. Yeah. Billy Ocean is. Oh, you yeah. have. Trust me. Uh, you have. Get out of my have. dreams. Get into my car. Get in the backseat, oh, baby. I love that song. That song's so good. I've never heard. Yeah, you know, it's going to. Play at the club. Just look. Here's the thing. Let's just go to Margaritaville, like just for one, like one dinner. Do you will hear probably three Billy Ocean songs. It'll be good. Can I make like the quickest sidebar ever? I just saw Consequence Sound tweet that hashtag Hans Zimmer says scoring Ben Affleck's Batman led him to quit superhero movies. Oh my god! Are you serious? Wow. And Ben Affleck's like a total alcoholic. Not laughing dude, yeah, at him ben being Affleck an alcoholic. Just got out of rehab. But he's got out of rehab, dude. That sucks because, but that shows you how bad that tank. My like God. people did not appreciate that. I'm so My sorry God. to sidebar that, but dude, like, I like liked Batman vs Superman. I wasn't mad. That wasn't that bad. I heard a lot of people did not. Like I see. It. I didn't see it just because like yeah. I, I did. It just I got couldn't. horrible reviews. Dude, like I, I, and it was just so long. I actually, yeah. he's the best part of the movie. Really? Yeah, he was the best part. I thought the the battle scene at the end was kind of lame. Yeah. But we don't want to give away spoilers. No. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway. However, Gal Gadot, whatever, Superwoman. Oh, like, Gal Gadot. Got oh, some yeah, she's fine. Her, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, okay. No, I just want to say, can I get my guilty pleasures out of the way? Because, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I just do have one clip that I just, like, I just want to get it over with. And it's, like, my number one clip. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, I have – so this one was actually, like, a lot of fun to me because, you know, I, I love talking about, like – you know, because just the idea of a guilty pleasure, you know, it's like it's a it's a song that, you know, you typically expect you to not like or that you would hate or something. But to be able to like it is like, I don't know, it's interesting. And just 
I, I I think that my opinions on things that I don't like are very like are, are very astute. And so I really, really like this homework. So with that being said, uh, my first guilty pleasure is a song by uh, all my guilty pleasures are from. Oh, OK, well, except for except for one, which is from 91. But this first one is from, I believe, 2015 or 2016. I can't really remember. But uh, this one is from Tyga and Chris Brown, and it's called Ayo. All my bitches got real hair chilling with the top down, screaming like, hey, I'ma take her ass down. She bring her friend around, fuck them boot like, hey, I'm a bougie ass nigga, let the roof at home. We vibe like, hey, hey, but don't be acting like a nigga. It's just like I've always wanted to hate this song just because like what Chris Brown is saying on the like man okay I'm a victim of another great Chris Brown hook man like he's undefeated on the hooks okay he is. this is and loyal sing- 2.0 this was diet loyal huh at least just like loyal this was diet loyal oh no I admit no, I like okay, loyal no, I love like- loyal oh. yeah, I do too. <laughs> well, okay. I love his line you know I eat all these carrots because I'm a fucking vegetarian yeah. I'm like, oh. Like his only good line of his life, but he did. No, but like, see, I, I don't know. Like that, that's not exactly a guilty pleasure, though. Like you're right, I, I kind of like that song, and I will like get down to that. But this was just like this was bad, just because the first few times I heard this song, I was just so incensed by the fact that Chris Brown was saying so all in my, alcohol. All my, uh, <laughs> huh? So inebriated? <laughs> well, no. Well, just like well, just the fact that he had the nerve to say. All my women got real hair, chilling with the top down, screaming. I, I just think that the fact that like he says that as like the standard for like women that are like riding with him, right? I, it's just like, wh- like, what are you talking about? And like, why is there an emphasis on women like with real hair that like have, yeah. you know, like a higher bar or whatever? So I was just like Plus, incensed it's- by that. But then just like the rest of the song goes, and it just like it just has it's so catchy. Like the jingle is just so like it friendly. Is, that like, like like that that is a banger. It, it is. Like, like, so we get, hard to we like him there. and Doe in general. Yeah. It's just so hard. I know, man. He's so he's so hard headed. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's so hard headed, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, my second clip uh, for a guilty pleasure is one that actually like kind of had me really shook early on because uh, this came out right around the same time that this guy was dropping a lot of annoying stuff. Uh, so this song is from Justin Bieber. This is the Somebody to Love remix. Oh. <laughs> I don't need to bust this. Somebody to love. So young. No, and I let the verse go first. Every day I bring the sun around and sweep away the clouds. Smile for me. I love that you're getting down. Dude, dude, I will get down to that on a dance floor. Are you serious? Are you kidding? All right. Next funk night that you DJ, Malcolm, you drop that because I need to see Jodas do this. I I will not drop that at a funk night because it will be be only Jodas and I dancing. I I, I am confident of that. You're right because I will take pictures of y'all. I will take video. Never again. Snapchat's galore. Oh, bro. Ursher can't even save that one. No, really, though. He sounds and, so young, Bieber, in that song. So funny. Uh, right? He sounded like voice. a baby. It does. <laughs> baby Bieber. I just Bieber. need somebody to love. <laughs> Dude, it was so good. That 
that's good. That's good to admit, though. That's yeah. that takes some balls to admit that. Yeah, Jonas. no, and that was right around the time of like baby and like yeah, really just yep. like that was just like peak Bieber annoyance. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Amy but, was like, trying but, to get me to admit Bieber on my guess. He's like, you need to put one of those new Bieber songs. I'm like, nah, right. Nah. And so like he's dropping all that stuff, and then like I'm like, man, like I hate this dude. And then he drops <laughs> this song, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so infectious, <laughs> dude. And it's so funny because like I li- like I heard the just the regular Bieber one at first, and I was like, oh, this is this is yeah. Good. Right, and then I and then I heard Usher's original demo, like because you were like Usher's just original, like Usher wrote that whole song, really, like so, uh, like there's a version of Usher. I have it. I, I, oh my god, guilty pleasure! I have it on my on my iPhone. Oh man, of, of Usher singing Usher. the entire thing. Wow, it's hot, bro. And that, I that music video. Really Remember the music that. video of them yes. dance. Dude, yeah, no, I was gonna say like I'd redo the choreography and drop that in the club, Bruh. Okay, well we're gonna have to do that now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie either. I may or may not have all Justin Bieber's albums on my iPod. <laughs> hmm. You know what? They're kind <laughs> of. <laughs> hey, hey, I hey. own zero Justin yeah. Bieber songs. <laughs> we're finding out everybody's sins yep. today, but I own all of Billy Ocean. So, ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What now? <laughs> I, I may or may not be able to agree with you. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. my goodness. At least, the surfers love a beaver. At least, oh, at least no. Drew, I'm done. Look, this is the last Drew. episode. 40 is it. We, just, we 40. lost all of Season our credibility. Finale, guys. Lost We're actually freaking Bieber fans. This well, we made it to 40, boys. It was a pleasure. <laughs> oh, man. It's Jonas, what's your last one? Yeah. Uh, okay, so my last clip. This is the one that I was talking about. So um, when, I was, uh, when I was coming up, when I was a youngin', um, I really got deep into NWA, and um, yeah, and you know, NWA they they did not have the uh, the fairest lyrics all the time, and even though they only dropped two albums, they dropped straight out of Compton, and their last and their second album and last album was uh, Evil for Zagan. That's how you like. <laughs> that's how you yeah. pronounce it because backwards it pronounces niggas for life. Oh, and so like okay. the label wouldn't like allow them, of course, to like put that on the album. So they even put though it they were NWA, yeah, even though they were NWA, <laughs> no, no, but like you know, they now. couldn't call it that. But um, yeah, so niggas for life and like Evil for Zagan was like <laughs> probably yeah, it is one of the goriest and most like just evil albums i've ever heard in my whole life but so many songs on there bang just because dr dre is a genius and he has such a great ear for samples and so this uh this my last song is a uh, my last clip is a song off that album and it's called one less bitch and it oh is Lord. a song about killing a woman and i happen to get the cleanest 30 seconds of the whole song that i possibly could <laughs> But I guess you figured I was soft But you paid the cost to the boss and got charged One less bitch you gotta worry about She's out of here and that's how it turns out Now Vicky, 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 she's very tricky She put a hickey on top of my dick Sick bitch, see, she told me she loved me And she wanted to keep me If only she could have the dick weekly I said I'm with it, but baby, you gotta hold up If I was happy with something that I could fold up We could do this She said her husband was rich that I knew I had the bitch, yo. That was the so, cleanest 30 seconds? <laughs> yeah, that was the cleanest 30 seconds. And listen to the cliffhanger that I left on it. Like, the last two bars that he says, she said her husband was rich, then I knew I had the B. Like, 
You know, so like it, it was about to get awful, like after like those next thirty seconds. But, oh my God. but no, I, I just think that like that song is just like I, I can just bob my head and just like groove to that song like every time. And then the chorus is so dope, and then like just production wise, the lyrics yep. are awful, but the production is so good, and just like that sample that, that he's using that on there. Slaps. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that sample, like that horn that you're hearing in the background, that sounds so sinister. That's a Tom Brown song. That's from Funkin' for Jamaica. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. You know, Dr. Drake just wow. pulling those beats out. Oh, man. Exactly. Not man. Guilty so, about you know, admitting you like an NWA, though. That's, that's not guilty. That's right. just he took straight a disco up. Song. He took, like, like, you know, a sound from a disco song and, like, made it sound so evil. And then just, like, with those keys and then just, like, it, it's genius. California but, like, Love is like a, what's the name of the damn song? Woman to Woman. It's like a Joe Cocker song, but sounds really? dope as oh, hell with California show- Love. Wow. Hold that's wow. what, that's, you know, just to kind of add to your point about what right. Dre does and how he spins a beat. It's like, Dude. you listen to that Joe Cocker song, you're like, what? See, Joe yeah. Cocker. <laughs> I can see it being a... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guilty pleasure because you don't want to turn You don't want to listen to that. You don't want to turn it up. It's an awful album. It's an awful song. Really, like that whole album, like they are talking about. They're talking about awful stuff yeah. on that album. And just like, you know, I don't want to listen to a song Cube. about a woman being killed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Shay like, Jackson, we miss your writing right, on this album. Bro, <laughs> like they're just some savages. And it's just like, you know, it's hard to digest like a lot of that music, you know? And then just like, and you you think about all those allegations and stuff that like came up against Dre like a couple of years ago. And I was like, well, you know, I, like, would say that, like, I, that, I wouldn't take it away from thanks you. Thanks for bringing that up. Because I was saying, like, this was at the, his, this record, them recording this was at the height of his. Exactly. With all that bull, uh, with all that mess. Oh, that mess? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, so like, I, I don't deny that he did any of that. Stuff. Yeah, man. It's hard but, not like, to. Man, yeah, again, so that's it, a guilty but, but it also makes you think, too, because, you know, I'm like, you want to ignore that because you like Dre, you know, and it's like, right, ah, I don't right, want to ignore that. You can't ignore it. You're right. But. It's like breezy in your damn hooks. Still one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Really? Oh, man. I'm they so need jealous. to go do it again. They, they need to do it again because I didn't know I watched it on DVD. It was put on DVD. So those are my guilty pleasures. Uh, some pop and some really evil rap. All right. Malcolm. So. <laughs> some pop and some really evil so yeah about this so guilty pleasures this was a really hard assignment corbin thanks a damn lot um you're welcome yeah so i'm gonna allude to what will be a homework of mine or from anyone else's in in, in a soon to come episode this is one of my favorite duets of all time but it's also a massive guilty pleasure to me (laughs) um Alexander O'Neill, <laughs> featured on on Sherelle. <laughs> they have a nineteen ninety. I think it came out nineteen eighty five, nineteen ninety six. Um, literally, this song is. I have nothing to say. This is literally one of those. This is one of the best songs of all time. Uh, this is Saturday Love. <laughs> Oh, 
got your Randy Watson going on right Dude, over there. I Randy really Watson. okay. So here's the thing, and I was I I struggled to pick the clip of that because I wanted so badly to get like a part of Alexander O'Neill's um like more of his verse, yeah. but then I wanted Sherelle's verse because that's the cool thing. Like they said this, they sang the same lyrics, but like. And then Sherelle's that hook voice. is like what's so recognizable yeah. too. You know, the Sunday, Monday, the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and everyone knows that. And then that uh, they both sing like the same lyrics for their verses, but Sherelle has such a distinct voice, really? and Alexander O'Neill has such a distinct voice. Yeah, and man, like, yeah, I know that is a great song. Oh man, like I, if I hear that song anywhere, like <laughs> do not have me in a boardroom with company presidents, <laughs> and then have that song. I'm sorry, creep Mr. Pittman, on. I have to dance. Yeah, excuse Saturday me. Love. Um, uh, I'm just gonna I'll be right back. Yeah, I, I can't right do back. it. Mm-hmm. Um, this group, if I don't say this uh, before this, then you guys are going to go crazy. This group introduced me to hip-hop. That's all right. I got, <laughs> I got mine from like MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. Not it this album. Hold on. Not this album. But this this group. Just play my clip. What you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. I'm going to get, 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 get you drunk. Get you love drunk off my hump. What you gonna do with all that ass, all that ass inside of jeans? I'ma make, 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 make you scream, make you scream, make you scream. Cause of my hump, 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 my lovely lady love. This is a guilty pleasure. This is a guilty pleasure. She said, hey, 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 you let's go. I can be your baby, you can be, oh, bruh. I... Oh hate God. will I am like okay. I hate the whack eyed peas. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, they're for, bridging the gap in bridging Ella the... Funk. Like their first two albums, bridging the gap put me on hip hop. Pre Fergie. Pre Fergie. Pre Fergie. When, they, when Will oh, I Am and Apple D App actually rapped, yeah. that turned it up. Oh, play, play it again. again. I used to play it on my hip hop radio Bruh. show back in college. I met yeah. them in my hometown of Las Vegas, New Mexico. They yeah, drove yeah. in and they ate at Pizza Hut. And I got my friend that worked there calls me. He's like, "You got to come down here." So I got to meet them before they had Fergie. They That's like, cool. It was such a cool experience. But I was like, when they got Fergie, I was like, but well, they, it became they, a pop group. They blew up, mm-hmm. dude. Like, oh my! And that—that's what it is. Like, I think you know, that was their pop debut with Monkey Business, right? And everything. That's the one that had, uh, you know, shut the funk up and all that, and uh, oh, yeah. let, let, let's Don't get retarded and all that. Like, and and that was all. That was that was like that was great. Like that album was cool and all, but man, like their first two albums are actually like. Great yeah, hip hop music, yeah. like they're they're mm-hmm. incredible, and and they advocated for causes like because they were I, roots ish. Yeah. They yes. were sort of roots. They were like a you know they had like live instrumentation. Yeah, kind of no. cool. Right. Yeah. Like I highly suggest it, and, and if not, I'll, I'll I'll I will run that for homework. But just know it's coming. Bridging the gap from the Black Eyed Peas. That is one of the one of my favorite hip hop albums. It's amazing. But oh. yes, that is uh, <laughs> excuse me, pleasure number two, uh, <laughs> number one. I'm glad you admit that. Also, take Joe. It takes some balls. To admit it, it takes that. man. Mm-hmm. It, it was hard. And when I post on social media, I'm going to get some flack. But hey, um, it's all right. We uh, all have them. We all we have all pretend them. we don't, but we all have them. We all have mm-hmm. them. My final one is uh, oh hey, uh, Khalid's performing at the Theater Four right now. Oh word, South by Southwest. Oh, wow. Um, I heard this song for the first time performed by Penny Proud on the Proud Family. <laughs> this song is a good lesson to people. Hmm. Originally performed by the Timex Social Club. Oh boy. This song is called Rumors. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. 
just savage. Like, just savage, dude. Like, the Time Next Social Club rumors. I heard that song for the first time. Of course, not this version, um, but a not the kid, re- yeah. kid-friendly version yeah. of it. Uh, and I went back and I listened to it. And the way I got reminded to make this my number one, my dad recently gave me a whole, like, just bin full like, of records. Um, and, and then I started listening to them. And some of them were scratched. I was like, Mm-mm. oh, like pops, pops, really? You know he's supposed to throw those out. Yeah, I'm like, you don't. Uh, yeah. However, don't pass on. However, I appreciate the sentiment, and it's yeah. dope. One of the records that 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 is not scratched, and I, wow. I saw that it is the original soundtrack to the movie Rumors. Um, that the song is from, and That's I literally got cool. reminded of how much I love this song, <laughs> and I have it on. I have I have the record of it now from the original movie. Vinyl, so, yeah, vinyl, yeah. It, it, That's it, even dope. doper. Yeah. You have it on vinyl. Oh yeah. Oh no. no oh yeah. Um, like, he, he, it, they're, they're all vinyls. They're they're, they're all they're all forty fives. And so yeah, I, I got I have the original <laughs> rumors soundtrack as well as the Johnny Quest <laughs> original show soundtrack. Yes, it's lit. Um, but yeah, those are my guilty pleasures. <laughs> All right, so the podcast is done, right? Nope, no, sir. No, sir. Uh-uh. Cause no, 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 no. Get, get back here. Bring it back. Get back here. Don't try. <laughs> this is just fun, man. This All right, so ish. I'm going to start it off because I, ha- I kind of had to pick some stuff. There was, I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to choose. Like there was Limbiscuit in there because everybody I used to love Limbiscuit, But... I had to go with some uh, – my first clip I'm going to start is something you guys probably didn't know about me is I've seen this band almost 20, 30 times. Wow. One of my favorite live performances I've ever seen. I go to – every time they come in town, I might even go see them tonight because they're in town as well. Uh, the band is 311. I've seen them so oh. many times. I love them so much. Please. Like me and three of my friends from college, like – that's our jam. Like play it, play last it. week, we hung out on 311 Day and partied our balls hey. off to it. <laughs> so my first guilty pleasure is Amber. Yeah. God, I love 311 so much. I actually, one summer, I followed them around. I saw them twice in Arizona. I saw them in Phoenix and <laughs> Tucson. And then me and my friends that I was talking about, Nick, Grant, and Zach, we drove to Vegas, and we saw them play a private show in the Palms wow. up at the like beach park that they have there. Nice. Which was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had at a 311 show. I've always wanted to do they do a cruise every year that goes to like NASA and Jamaica and like all the, and he has his own island, Nick Hexham. Oh, owns, does he really? Yeah, of course so he, he does. He owns an island. I didn't out know there. they made that much money. So they go right. Damn. They take the cruise to the island, and he, he they do a private performance for wow. everybody that goes on the, the cruise every year. What? I, yeah. I you know guys know I used to live in New Orleans. So one day I'm walking down the street. Three Eleven Day. It was, and there's a big line, and I'm like, what are these people lining up for? So I go, I'm like, what are you people doing? They're like, oh, it's Three Eleven. They're performing in like an hour, and yeah. we're waiting in line. I was like, what? And yeah, it's Three Eleven Day. It's March 11th. I'm like. Huh? And 311, they play their entire discography. Wow. They play it f- not like from front to back, but they kind of mix it up. Yeah. And they have some s- such cool things they do. Like for one of their songs, Applied Science, they do this drum solo that's so amazing. They all bring out drums and they all like they play all off do each it. other. They all do that's it. That's cool. That's funny. I honestly couldn't Dude. tell you another song other than Amber, though. Like I oh, love Amber. Down. 
Dude. But I couldn't tell you another yeah. 311 song. Broomhead, uh, when I was board hopping on the Broomhead show, like uh, what seems like an eternity now, but um, he had a 311 song on there, and that was my introduction to 311. It was all mixed up. That, I put that in there. Oh, yeah, I, put I, was, that in. I was just about to ask you. I was just about to ask you, actually, if it was you. But, that was like, me. But then, but then oh, I was say, like, my Now goodness. we know the story behind that. I was just going to say, because like, Broomhead, like, you know, he, like, a lot of the songs on there, I could tell that like were ones he picked, but like, yeah, I was going to ask All the crappy ones? If you like... He does have a cool yeah. the gang in there. That was me, but I'm no, gonna go to yeah, my second that, one. That all mixed up one is dope. Like, and I really like that song. It's a good song. But they, they, let, maybe they talk about a cult band. I mean, considering they what was the last hit yeah. song? Ninety eight. They just released a new album too. They but just, well, you know, or but, they're going to release a new album yeah. called Mosaic. But they've had people follow them, go on a cruise with them. I mean, that's cult type that, stuff. That, right that's there. very cult cool following. Yep. Big up to three eleven. No doubt. Keep the flame alive, Corbin. All right. Now we're now we're gonna get deep into it. Uh oh. So growing up. I loved R&B music. Loved it so much. Like, I listened to everything from 112, Drew Hill, but no band or no group really, they touched my soul. Oh, no. I love them so much. I know every single song. Oh, like, no. Oh, every time I'm I so hear it. Oh, it. yes. Jodeci. Jodeci. It was hard for me to choose a song by Jodeci because I love Jodeci so much. <laughs> So I went off their second album, Diary of a Mad Band, which is... Oh, my goodness. Talk about baby making music. I know. And Drake has actually rapped about this song. It's called Cry For You. I know. Those notes that even hit. Oh, oh my goodness. Jodicidal hotline at the end. Oh, oh, I actually owned a Casey and JoJo hat what? that I that I bought when I saw Casey and JoJo live. Wait, where, wow. where is it? I would pay I, money to see photos of I need right? to, I need to dig it out of yeah, my you box. Do. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need to find that, dude. Like, you bring that back. That is vintage. Like, you will be steezing. Like, yeah. Straight up. Like, <laughs> steezing as a verb. Like, oh, man. You see? got me so, feeling. Oh, yeah, that was my jam. Forever My Lady. Oh, that album has just touched the heartstrings for me. You kill me. I think it's touched some other things for you, not just your heartstrings. No, that's right, Better get up out of here with all that. Uh, By the way, Tim Dog, the executive producer of that album. The show, The After Party, The Hotel. Oh, my God. That album is a banger with Freaking You. Oh, Oh, Freaking You, yeah. All right, well, and this all leads to my number one guilty pleasure. (laughs) Because I did mention them because I love Jodeci so much. I listened to a lot of, like, again, Drew Hill and... 112, but then when I heard this that uh, Cisco was going to leave Bruh. Drew Hill, I was yeah. like so excited. And this was 1999-ish, so I uh, downloaded this song because I was like, oh, this song is so good. <laughs> but I wanted every single remix that was possible. And I still get crap from my friends that I, in college to this day about this because I owned about 20 remixes of this song. Like, I would scour the deep web just to find, like, I want this remix. I want a house remix. Now I want <laughs> a drum and bass remix of the thong song. <laughs> no. What? I literally own every love, single remix you can think oh, of I love this song of the so thong much. song. Truck, 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 truck,
that's so scandalous. 1999 you know was the thong song. That yeah. song literally was like, so what? Did any damn other music big. Come out? Like, <laughs> okay, so here's the funny thing. Do you remember what this man did to promote that song? Like, what 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 the movie was that he chose to be in to, to help promote his career at the time? Wasn't it like a? It was like a. I forgot what. Kubo Getting Junior with a pack of wolf dogs in a Disney movie called Snow Dogs. Uh, like, bro, he was wow. he was he was Kubo Getting Junior's best friend in that movie. Hey, you wow. do what you got to do, baby. Like, oh man, I will never forget that. Yeah, Unleash the Dragon. That album, I could sing that album from Dude, front but, to back. But how can you forget how iconic that music video was? Remember when he danced across the booties? The, the booties. He like like bro, what have you ever seen something so fly? Like he flew across. <laughs> he like with the legs. Oh, the booties, he, bro. That was. I considered dying my hair. Silver. <laughs> <laughs> when I was that, I was like, I want silver hair, but, just like Cisco. But you have, you have the curls already. Just do it. Yeah, just I, do I it. Done it. Do it now. Uh, do it now. <laughs> so yeah, that, that is, is my awesome. ultimate guilty pleasure. And I was I was jamming that so hard last night because we went out to a we went out to this dive bar and we took over this whole bar jukebox. Nice. And we played all guilty pleasures. Like, and I was playing this. I was jamming, and then you know we had like my friends Keisha and everybody was there. And they were playing Natalie and Brulia Torn. Oh, wow. Like, those are the things that I love. I love hearing these kind of things out of you guys. You know what? It makes it more round. Like, now we're people that we can get, we can give that to somebody. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pick a date. We're going to have a sound surface party at my house. Guilty pleasure music only. Ooh, mm. down. So bring uh, everybody that you want. Down. We're going to make this happen because that's going to be fun. That's going to be lit. Yeah. L- we're, we're doing I- this. T. Lit. Lit. We, we doing this. All right, so who's If y'all up? are down anyway. Oh, I'm down. Yeah. You know I, I won't turn down a party. True. Jodis, are you up? Uh, yes, I am. Okay, and you know what? I am uh, a little nervous to assign this homework. Uh-oh. And um, this homework, man, like, okay, so I already, like, I, I, I'm just really, I want to assign this just because, like, it's kind of relevant, like, the anniversary for it is coming up. Um... And I want to know opinions of this album outside of, like, people that I know and people that I know like the music. So I want to give you guys the homework assignment of Tyler, the Creator's Cherry Bomb. And so, Hmm. yeah. I never liked that album, actually, so I'm interested to do it. Okay, run it back. Good. <laughs> we're going to find good. out what's good. I really want to talk about, like, I really want to talk about it. Cause, I like, I turn around in my chair like a newsman. We talk about it on the next episode. <laughs> episode 41, it goes down. Like, bro, this album's a bit. Okay, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we're going to have some feelings about this one. I can't wait to talk about it. It is such a, like, it, it is such a, like, wide and, like, sonically, like, expansive it was art a, piece. It was a jump off. But we'll get more into it. Yeah, that. I was gonna say. Well, yeah, I was gonna we'll say. Let's into not into review it right now. Yeah, but. we'll get into it. Oh boys, I'm yes, excited. Sir. I've uh, never heard this album, so I'm excited. It'll be my. I've I heard, cannot wait yeah. to hear what Rob thinks. Ha, have have you listened to so Tyler, Tyler album before? I know Tyler. I know a couple of the songs. Jodas had picked a song for one of my homework assignments back in the day. So, oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, that she. Yep, which okay. was dope. I kind of like his his approach. Was very interesting, very different. So I'm yeah. assuming there's a little bit of that in this album. Good, uh, absolutely. Good, so, good assignment. I think this is a, this is a very this is a good assignment. Is. And you it might is. make me change my assignment now. Mm. That's all good. I ain't mad at that. I know. Bastard to me is still the best album that he released. But I mean, it, that, that's good. But yeah, we'll talk about ooh, that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. 
It is interesting. We, we, we will talk. I'm glad because like like we know that this this homework because I already know like discography. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So like, like this is gonna be interesting because I know you're gonna be new to it. But as yep. as, as veterans who who have listened, this this is gonna be interesting. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I, I already know all the stuff. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, this is oh man. Haji's my dude. Oh Haji, bruh. Remember, man, I still um, haven't listened to his album. That mellow hype album. Mellow hype. I was gonna white, say mellow black hype. And white. But we'll get into we'll get into yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, that this is this is crazy. Um, on this episode, of course, let us know how you feel about Khalid's. Uh, American Teen, um, of course, your homework, your guilty pleasures. Uh, guys, we are the Sound Surfers. Connect with us any time. We break different cultures through music. That's the motto right here on iTunes and iHeartRadio. Hit us on social media at Sound Surfers and Sound Surfers on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, on Twitter and, and Instagram, yes. Because we're at live now. Yeah, baby, we live. We yeah. Yeah. yeah, baby, we live. And Sound Surfers Podcast on Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. Once again, I'm Malcolm Alexander. I'm Jodas. I'm R-O-B. And I'm Corbin. Peace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.